0: What's up, world? I go by the name of Jabari. You're now listening to the Words with Friends podcast. It's another Monday, and this is a very special one. Before I get into who is on the podcast today, you guys know if you're getting value, inspiration, any of the above from the podcast, you guys can leave as little as a $1 tip. That's less than a coffee. That's less than a sandwich. And that's the price of inspiration for you. All right? You guys can go to patreon.com. Slash Jabari, patreon.com slash Jabari And you can leave as little as a one dollar tip And that ensures that the podcast keeps going That I can keep bringing this to you guys As frequently as possible But without further ado um, Man, many of you guys know For those that don't know, know That uh, this year uh, I have been involved in consulting On uh, some of my really good friends Music festival That music festival goes by the name Of Trelectro it is in Washington D.C. I've known the three co-founders for some time now, and it's been it's been a really interesting journey to see these guys' progression, to see them come from the first year, which was three years ago, and now to the third that just ended yesterday. So this is this is a very special thing because we've been trying to do it for a long time, and uh, it's only fitting that we doing we we are doing the podcast literally the day after Trelectro, and you know people can people can, uh, can get a sense of, from an inside perspective, you know, how things went, how things progressed, and how things got to where they are, and where they're going, alright? So, without further ado, we got Marcel Marshall. Oh yeah, well, and yeah, we've got Quinn Coleman, aka DJ Spicoli, and this is the three, these are the three co-founders of Trilectro. Introduce yourself, gentlemen.
1: Sub so World, Marcel Marshall, co founder of Chilectro. Modi here, uh, co founder of DC hey. to
2: BC.
3: Hey guys, I'm Quinn Coleman, uh, also a co founder of uh, Trilectro and DC to BC. All right, so
0: first things first, uh, Modi has been on the podcast before. So, you know, uh, people, people know a little bit about your upbringing and everything like that. <clears throat> so what I want to start with is tell me about how you guys met, how you guys grew up. Um, and, yeah, was it, I know from what, all of you, you guys have known each other before, what, high school is it? Yeah,
2: I mean, I can break it down. Okay. So um, Quinn and I went to the same high school. Got it. And he was actually two years younger than me. He was in my brother's grade. Um, and we were never super cool when we were, like, younger. But as we aged and we, you know, both kind of found that love for music, we were able to kind of talk about that. And that's kind of where our bond was. Um, and, yeah, so I've known Quinn since, since, you know, I was a kid. And as far as Marcel, I met Marcel at Macaroni Grill. Uh, his, you know, a friend of his put me in contact with uh, him because she said, hey, uh, he's going to BC, you should definitely meet him. Okay. And once I met him, I, we dapped each other up, and I was like, dog, we gotta be roommates, because like, I don't really trust anybody else to be in a random room with, you know? He was going to BC to play football, uh, You know, our schedule was gonna be vastly different, and I just thought it was a good opportunity to like link with somebody, like have that DC uh, connection with somebody in, in Boston when I'm about to be eight hours driving from, what's that, like 400 plus miles from home. So, you know, literally that day, he was like, yeah, let's do it. (laughs) Right? And, yeah, so that's how I met Marcel. Okay, and while you guys were at BC,
0: tell me a little bit about how that was. Well, because, first off, from, I mean, I've heard this story on a few different occasions from Marcel about Quinn coming up to, what was it, Black Family Weekend? back from the weekend weekend.
3: yeah man it was just like a it was like a weekend in april and i just uh went up there to visit the school met uh that was the first time i met marcel probably that weekend so like 20 2007 um but yeah i just had a great time up there um decided that it would be a cool place to be a student you know what i'm saying and and get that education so i decided to head up to boston after that and uh, uh when i got there i got involved with the radio station pretty early and uh and, you know, Mody and I decided to do a radio show there. And that's kind of where our, our, I guess, our brand kind of began.
0: And this was the DC to BC radio
3: show. Yeah, it was yeah. on WZBC uh, AM radio AM. at Boston College.
2: And you it was I mean? it, it was funny because I didn't want to do the show at first. I was like, nah, I don't have a radio voice. Like, I don't really know what to do. I wasn't really in it. And Coon was like, come on. And I was like, all right, fine. <laughs> I'll try it. I'll yeah. try it out and i remember the first episode because <laughs> you had what been interning for like a semester i had
3: to, I had to do a semester there yeah i just worked a, on a show there with um with a couple folks and uh then they let me do my own show like on the late night tip and uh yeah and that's what it was man so it was we had to, what was and it? you
0: were you want you knew you wanted to dj at this point
3: no nah, not really at that point I mean I, I, I mean I got my turntables when i was 12 when i was 12 years old for like either my birthday or Christmas. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of records when I was a kid, and I would, like, you know, scratch and play. Like, I had some Big Pun records and some Orange g joints I used to. But I never really took it seriously until after the radio show started, and, like, I realized that I could start rocking dorm parties. Mm-hmm. The dorm parties is what, what really got me into <laughs> DJing, and then I started doing more and more events on campus, and, and now I do it, you know, semi for a living, you know. yeah, um, yeah. I think I'm a professional, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I I have to pay you so you're I, mean, a I, get, I get bread
0: so, <laughs> but I don't know um okay so tell me a little bit about this BC experience and please you know don't hold back like what what was college life for all you guys
3: when you were all there at, at once It was pretty tight I think right it was just like a lot of I mean it was a lot of partying on the weekends and like you know but like even during the week it was just like a lot of chilling we still had class and work to do but like
0: we were really we had to
2: kick it a lot right Cool, yeah we got to kick it a lot played a lot of fifa right listened to a lot of music a whole lot um hung out yeah. with a lot of people on the, i mean i think the best part about college to me was the weekends we didn't have any money we were so broke um i remember i had like a work study um working at the school store mm. eight dollars an hour no nah, maybe seven twenty five really yeah. not a lot so like every weekend, instead of like spending that money on, on partying and going out, I would spend it on I either spend it on traveling to another campus, um, or I'd spend it buying liquor <laughs> and, and and getting like a you know, we'd have these we'd have our eight man suites, it was what, four two man's, right? All right. Four two man dorms. So eight of us in that joint and in these in these dorm buildings. And we would have our room just be the chill spot cuz you had some dudes that were super hyped like yo we about to get 40 bottles we about to go hammer invite the girls over and we just ha- have our squad in there chilling playing our video games listening to music yeah. and i think people started to realize this. we were so chill and you know we weren't like aggressive and trying to be like hey we run the shit they started like coming our way. They they go get their drink their, their drink their free liquor, and then come rock with us. And I think that was like the the illest thing because we just kind of had this laid back vibe. I think it was not just the three of us because Quinn didn't live with us. Wow. It was Marcel and myself, and another roommate of ours, oh, Ricardo. Ricardo. And the three of us in that eight man would make that room like so epic to me mm-hmm. I was like you know that was the best part about college yeah. having Ricardo as a roommate because <laughs> you know just that energy together we just knew how to uh, set the good mood and I think that's how we kind of started setting the mood for like the events we do mm-hmm. like, we just know how to, to kind of get that vibe together okay now talk
0: about uh, talk about the show because you guys were all involved in
2: this radio show Um. well I say this yeah Quinn is the person that got us on the radio because he wanted to do it. I hopped on as a co-host and Marcel was like the hype man who would help spread the word to people like, yo, on the radio. And you've been there every once in a while,
1: too. I mean, I was in the studio a few times. I was mostly plugging shit in and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and Recording shows, back, too, But right? it, was a, it was cool, man. And he helped
2: record shows, too. That was a big uh, big yeah. thing, too. We had shows recorded uh, so <laughs> we could kind of put that on the blog that we decided to create yep. a little later that was kind of like what I spearheaded
0: yeah yep, yep. and so you know I don't want to get too much into the blog and DC to BC because motive we've already sort of covered that um, and for those that haven't heard that you can go to listen to the first versus <laughs> friends literally the first one number and, one and, and hear the Original. story of that so now let's fast forward to uh, post college and what are you guys doing like where Struggle. are you with like what is the mindset is it Is it, let's take this? Like, I just want to hear about the turning point of when you started to think about DC to BC as a company and not just a
3: radio show. That's a good question, man. I think that, I guess when, I think when Modi was still in school, so like 2007, 2000, or maybe it was after that in 2008, um, when was the first time you, when was the first time we sponsored a show? Was that?
2: I think we, I think we were, I think we were just, I was just out of college Yeah. and I had you know, I think I was just out of college, and we—I was sent We did the
3: one in New York, with Ship the River and all those guys.
2: That was 2010 ten. What yeah. was before that? So? Smokers Club tour. Oh yeah, it was. The, it, was, it was that was, first one? Was that Smokers Club tour? Where was that? In D.C. No, nah,
1: I want to say that the Smokers Club tour happened in New York. No, nah, that was a Hustle Simmons, Hustle Palooza There was
2: also there was also a joint that had his dope. Um, and Toby, aka Task Productions, out Maryland. Somewhere? Yeah, we did that Maryland oh, join. cool. that, that joint. That was maybe first. That was the first joint ever. It was at this weird venue. It was cool. Mm-hmm. It was Dom, maybe Currency too. It was mm-hmm. really tight actually. Early, they were doing shows early. Yeah, out here. You know, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. And Pat was just ooh, Pat had all the girls out. Toby <laughs> had the vibe right. It was it was tight. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I and mean, so we sponsored a few shows, and then uh, after I graduated in 2011, we did our first like full blown event, uh, you know, concert production, promotion, you know, with uh, with Kendrick Lamar. No, and- it nah, had
1: to be that pool party, there. Oh,
3: the pool party was nuts. That was just a, that was just <laughs> nuts, though. It was just like a party one summer that's been yeah, the- in kind a of while. It was right here at this house. Oh, no, it wasn't this house. It was this <laughs> house, my old house, right around the corner. And then there was, a, I mean,
0: hold on, there was before that. There was a. What was it? Child's play. Yeah, Child's Play happened. I mean, play out there. Because Quinn had just oh, grabbed so, the
1: No, no, no. So look, but play, I
3: don't think I was at the. I don't think I was at
1: the. The child. first thing, the, I think the first thing where we actually decided, like, yo, let's try to do something was like a Memorial Day pool party. And it oh.
2: happened in 24
1: hours. It happened in 24 hours. We literally decided to do it we just went to and the like just, and blasted just blasted this thing around, like, yo, yeah. like come to this joint. And I think it was like, I don't know, we had a couple hundred people show up to the crib. But it was like hey. it was a couple hundred people. But it was
2: like people from the internet, people we knew from real life. We had like Tabby had just yeah. like was like the DC dude, oh, you know? Tabby Benet, You had Dre the Mayor. Was like, Tabby was asking? You no, know, Raheem Devond was asking for vegan burgers. Like to get a, had to <laughs> vegan burger. All of this. It was like you we had some kids, workout. and these guys were at the joint, yeah. rocking out, and it was such a peaceful, perfect vibe. Like. All creeds, all colors, all types of folks. People were just excited to mingle.
0: This was the Labor Day. Right I
2: there. think Memorial no, worry, Day. No, worry, quinn yeah. just, graduated.
0: just graduated. Yeah, yeah. It was I like made a video from it. You yeah. did make a video. Yeah, I made a video. It was like, from it, was like <laughs> it was like one minute. It was a one minute video of a, of that weekend and like the, the it was like twenty seconds of the pool party
2: in the video. Is that when Quinn threw car. somebody in the threw somebody in the pool? Well, that was a different another yeah, video. Yeah, yeah. That was Ashley. That's when we started documenting too. We understood the importance of documentation because, yeah, yeah. like people documented that and people saw that and they were like, "Whoa, yeah, yeah,
3: that
0: was what's weird. going on out here?" Yeah, I had no shirt on and, Whoa. A, and a wood Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I had no wood
1: <laughs>
0: Um, Okay, so you know now uh, now that you, the listeners have sort of a, a bit of an understanding of who you guys are and and, and where you came from. Mm-hmm. Talk about this thing, Trelectro, and, you know, why did it start? How did it start? You know, a lot of people might know the story of the whole Coachella going to and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, you know, I want you guys to say it from the horse's mouth. And not just, not just the, like, PR, you know, we went to Coachella and then we wanted to have that in our own city. Like yeah. the real deal of she like the body of the body started. I'm the horse. Yeah, I'm
3: like I'm taking shots at y'all. I mean that's a true story though. I mean we really just went out there and turned up for a weekend and came back and we were like fuck, dog. Like that shit was so tight. <laughs>
2: yeah. Super tight. Everybody. It was so tight. It was again that kind of mix of great people who have that love for good music. Yeah. And you know, it was just music inspired, exploration. Right? It people was just wanted inspired. to listen to some new stuff. Coachella's the time, the place you can do that.
3: Yeah, one thing I could say is it's like, like a lot of people. I think that Coachella was was literally the inspiration for it, but like the actual creation of it, you know, was just like, you know, a couple opportunities just allowed us to put this together. Like we found the perfect venue for us at the time. Perfect. It kind of just fell into our lap. Um, perfect. Over at the Hat Street Fairgrounds. We worked with the company. What was the, uh Verde House. Verde House. Yeah.
1: yeah. It was uh, a. Yeah. Oh, you might have been in Africa. Yeah, I, 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 I was I was in Nigeria for
2: for like, I think June or no May, but we were but we were still working. We were skyping and yeah. our G chat video whatever, and emailing. <laughs> we were in different time zones, but we still got it done. Still got emails out. Yeah, so we booked the yeah. entire show Crazy. with all of us in different places
3: in four months. It was like we put it together. We just like we, we had thought about. We came back. We were like, dog What if we had our own festival? We like talked to some people about it. And like you know they were like uh, it's pretty tough to put together but mm. we, someone so,
2: said we wouldn't do it she was like oh, on, don't take it, don't take <laughs> nah. it I'm just I think that's the only reason I was like oh yeah. and we're and gonna it, do it, it. <laughs> and yeah it, it was real but, uh, but yeah man we, we basically got
3: this great venue we linked up with this guy named Derek Lewis who's our production manager and like he basically showed us how to build the joint and, and gave us like all the you know all the stuff we needed to do that like we work with him you know to this day and uh we just made it happen like we booked up booked all the artists uh year one year two and year three um and just promoted the joint pretty much i mean we definitely i don't know it's crazy we just came back and, and just made it and just decided to do it decided that this festival
0: so year one of the festival you know that was um that was two years ago now and uh okay so looking at what you guys know three three years in the game now what would you have wanted to know when you first started year one
2: Well, I think, on my end uh it's just how to speak how to build these relationship with with the uh agents mm. that's really tough, yeah, it is. <laughs> and we you know we never had like formal training. this is us just reaching out mm-hmm. you know it's kinda I remember when I was a kid, and this is a tangent, but I used to call people and I used to be like, "Hey, and they'd be like, "Hey," and they'd just be like a weird awkward exchange until I got to what I wanted to get to you know it was just like I didn't know the proper. Protocol for a phone call because I just had never been coached. Mm-hmm. So one time I called my my friend Andy and his mom was like, "Look, this is how you do it. You say hello, may I please speak to?" And that's the template for calling somebody. <laughs> we need that. To, we need like the template for reaching out to an agent. It's a little more complex, but essentially, wish we had that from Jump because mm-hmm. I think it just makes everything easier. You like these agents having these relationships with so many people, and they're very—I don't even know the term—they're very.
1: Sometimes it can be
2: very difficult and curt. Mm. And, you know, even like I have friends that are agents, and they're cool when they're friend and when we're hanging out. When they're in agent mode, they're agents. You know, it's a business, it's a cutthroat business. So it's kind of got to be like that. So learning how to approach agents, I think, would be one of the top things.
0: Okay. And for those that don't know, when Modi says agents, he's talking about the booking agents for the artists, so the talent that is at the at
3: the festival, right, so like, take people through that process, you know, like, uh, really, it's different, man, like, it depends, like, you know, I mean, I just, they want, they want checks, man, it's cool, you know, it's, um, it's, it's negotiation, it's, you know, um, it's a lot, it's tough, it's, it's really just, like, catering to an artist's needs and making sure you can provide what they, what they need to come do their job and, like, you run through that with the agent, and they make sure that it happens. And like you know, it's on you pretty much to to, to provide all this stuff. You know, and like you have to. It's, it's intense, man. Like it's a serious it's a right. Serious
1: I mean, business, you, know? you kind of got to put yourself in like the position of an agent, right? Like right. you you have an artist, and like that, that artist, whether that's your biggest, that's a that's a, a moneymaker for you. And so you don't want to put that asset that you have at risk, like dealing with a janky promoter right. here or there. Right, so you're, the agent is basically the person who's vetting the buyer, right? right. And uh, and you as like a, a person who's putting on a show, you're you're the buyer, um, and so that's their job is to just make sure everything is going to be on the up and up right. when their artist flies out, because you know that's a it's, the entertainment industry is a volatile sort of place. Like people are changing agents every day and like moving to different situations, they're changing labels, whatever. So you want to make sure you do your best to sort of keep your artists on your roster. And so that, that process is, like, built. Um, if you're a new person sort of jumping in the game, you haven't built any equity right. or there isn't that trust necessarily. And so, like, year one is, is about trust. You know, it's like these it's these still agents. It
3: still is about trust. It's
1: still about trust. But, like, they, you know, I don't even think we could even, like, get avails or, like, you know what's going on with like a, yeah. a top artist that right. that an agent may may have you right. know I mean, they'll so test they you out ahead. with yeah. like an artist that like maybe is not booked as often mm. you know and so if you do well with that one then you sort of get access to like the bigger ones and like you sort of build on, on each other and like um, you know and, and so that like, it's a trust issue and it takes a few years to sort of develop it and then like after a few times you get you know, you start getting that love. That, do you think you
0: guys are, are at a place right now where the trust has been built with some of these agents and agencies? No, nah,
1: I think it's, it's, it's a It's yeah. still a work in progress. It's, it's always, always, a, work it's always progress. a work in progress. We, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We definitely a...
3: have agents that we work with and that, you know, rock with us. But at the same time, you know, it's the, it's the opposite. So, you know, we still have a lot of work to do before we're able to just, like, you know, walk in the building and, you know what I'm saying, get these big big acts for the even for, like I don't even know like I don't even know if it's even an option to like really get to get looks when it comes to certain acts because like if it's if it's someone like you know Kanye West like you need certain shit that's gonna make it cost however much break like you know what I mean like it's just a serious it's a serious business once you get to a certain point and like certain you know you gotta
0: did you guys see that complex article that came out with uh it was like the rates is how or, much it cost to yeah. book your favorite artists yeah, yeah. yeah. What, yeah. what was that real or, or, or it? was it inflated were the prices I, inflated or what? I
2: definitely saw it I think it really depends on what's going on uh, right. I will say this, I looked at each artist that we have booked before mm-hmm. um, and the prices didn't match up, I won't say if they're higher or lower but they didn't match mm-hmm. uh, I think that they I don't even know where they got that from yeah. I think there's always negotiation rule you gotta just figure out, like I said, you gotta build that relationship and figure out uh, what they want, what you want Like any negotiation. How do you make it work? Yeah, yeah.
0: So, all right. So going back to, you know, why you guys are, you know, the the inspiration from Trelectro. Do you guys, I mean, one thing that I talk to you guys about a lot is how big this is for the city, right? Like how big this is culture-wise, how big it is to have three young black men uh, as the founders of this thing. How big, it's just big. It's just a lot of the things that we all do as professionals and creatives in this industry. A lot of times when you're so in it, you can't see the impact that you're making. You know what I mean? You can't see like how you're affecting other people's lives, whether it's by leading by example or whether it's just by providing that entertainment that people don't get anywhere else. You right. know? So do you guys, um, or did you guys rather, in the beginning sort of set out to be this like staple thing in dc this thing for the city that it could call its own and um and yeah you know are are you guys thinking about that you know now
3: i think so i mean i think that we wanted to do it really just like definitely for the city but just like for the culture overall like we just love music and like to be able to work in an industry with like to work in the music industry or the entertainment it's it's a blessing and it's it's awesome like you know we're talking about you know booking some of our favorite musicians for concerts and like that's like that's like dream level mm-hmm. you know stuff sometimes and like I, I'm appreciative to, to be able to do it and like I just want to do the you know I just want to do it and, and give people an opportunity to come experience the music that I believe in you know mm-hmm. what I mean and I think mm-hmm. that's the, the best part about it and the fact that I can do it in my hometown is you know pretty yeah. tight you know and I, and I think that we want to <coughs> keep doing that for you know our friends and family and everyone who you know has anything to do with our upbringing here and that it's just, you
2: know, why yeah. not? Ditto to that. I think in my eyes I've always said, hey, I want to make an impact, you know, in the city that, that kind of raised me and the place that I, I call home so it can kind of just make that impact, you know? And what better way to do it with, with a festival? I mean, we all now live on the West Coast mm-hmm. or bi-coastal. Yeah. Yes, sir. And it's awesome to have this kind of keep us tied to the city. So you've got to come back here and represent, you know, for the city, you know, it's a reason to always come back. It's a reason to visit. I mean, you know, I I, I love, I love the fact that we have that going on here. Yeah,
1: I agree. I think it's a, I mean, it's, it's an opportunity for us to sort of showcase our city and the culture that lives here, you know? And, uh, I don't know, we come from, we come from a, a weird sort of place where like, you know, Modi, Modi and Quinn, um, Ran the blog and the radio show for a while, and we're always talking about these up-and-coming artists that they were finding, right? Like whether, you know, back in back then it was it was Jay Cole, it was Wiz Khalifa, it was those guys, it was Kid Cudi, it was, you know, that was like the new fresh crop. And you would come home here, and if you wanted to catch one of those shows, you were in New York. You know that that wasn't happening in in DC or um, or coming to this area, and so. I guess that was sort of like the impetus for us really even getting into events was like, yo, we kinda wanna bring that element here. You're like this is the music that right. we enjoy and like we're blogging about why doesn't that tour route here? Why isn't why do, why can't we see that in real time? You know what I mean? We don't wanna wait till they're signed and they're three albums in to get that tour and then we're listening to it in, you know, an arena somewhere. We wanna we wanna catch that early 500 person show and like be able to tell that story and see the rise of it and so um, you know that was a big element a big piece of it for us was sort of bringing that and exposing that like we can like the DC market can't support that type of music Mm -hmm. and there's a scene here you know that can support it Um, um, that was I guess the first sort of element and like you know like I, I sort of echo what Modi says about being able, being, having like real ties to the city because of it. So like Trelectro is helpful to us, you know, and the fact that like we can like be tied to the city and know what's happening on the ground and people are like informing us because we have this platform and like they keep us sort of in the loop even when we're not here. And so like, um, just as much as, you know, other people may feel like Chilectro is helping, helping the city or some cause, it's helping us, yeah, you know. Yeah. So, you know, one thing, because
0: I'm so tight with you guys, I get to see a lot of the behind the scenes stuff that people don't see. You know, so like whether the it's crying the tears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like the arguments. The fights. Right. Uh, the, uh the, the 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 crazy booking conversations, you know, the, the, the flip flops in the artists that are that are that have confirmed and then they don't confirm and then <laughs> all this stuff, the, the 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 artwork, the video creation, everything, you know, so like there's just so much that I want to talk about in terms of that, like, and what does it really take to pull this off, you know? I think I think a lot of people look at it, and now, especially new venue, bigger stages, bigger artists, it's like, okay, look at that. That was a feat. But I think other people might have this notion that, like, you know, sometimes people just think, oh, yeah, you're cool with that artist, and that artist jumped on the stage for you, and, like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't really know... How much work it takes they don't know like how much work it takes to get this artwork as tight as it is to make everything look in sync you know what i mean to make i mean like how many times were we like going through that website and like making sure that everything was like okay no this doesn't work you know what i mean yeah Yeah. like it, it works on mobile and like the experience on mobile and like thinking about things from a marketing perspective as like you know a lot of stuff we may think about is like okay, how would I use this, you know right. what I mean? How would all of us use this? Because when we're going to a concert, these are the things that suck and that we hate when we're buying the ticket. So like, you know, let's make sure to fix that with this, you know what I mean? So talk a little bit about that stuff and like the behind the scenes of, some of these things that people might not even know, like what, what's, what's the
3: what's the hardest part that each of you could have to deal with that you think people don't even have any idea about? I think for me personally this year, the hardest thing about the event was organizing all of the uh just like the logistics for the performances like literally figuring out like we had what so we had 20 like 26 artists on our bill this year and 27 27,
2: yeah.
3: 27 so like half of them say are from bc so the other half of them are coming from wherever they're coming from they're getting in at this time and they need to be picked up at this time and like they need to hit the stage at this time and so like all that was probably that was the hardest part for me this year but like for like i don't even know We're,
1: I mean, yeah, I think I think there's t- a ton of like misnomers out there just about how the industry works, right? Like, I mean, obviously, like you have relationships with these artists um, on, on different levels. Like, we've seen some of these artists grow. We like, you know, we've we've been in touch with these guys. But like, in any business, man, like you, if you're if you're really about the culture and really about it, like you don't you don't necessarily want that favor, you know? I don't, so what I mean by that is like if If you're in this culture and you believe in these artists like you're not trying to get the hook up for the low you're trying to figure out a way like where everybody can eat Mm -hmm. everybody can win like i want to be able to pay artists and pay them with their worth Mm -hmm. you know i'm not looking for the hookup and um and so i think that's a part of it um and, and that's a big mixed number like you don't you don't necessarily or at least with us i guess is that like people you know, see that, like, you know, Modi's sort of an extrovert and and Quinn as well. And, like, you know, they might see the people rolling around with this guy or that guy. And, like, yeah, (laughs) that they they will just hop on the stage for you. And maybe they will. But, like, that's not even an ask of Mm us. You know, it's like, look, man, let's figure out how to make this work so, like, it's beneficial for you and this other guy. And I think that what sort of makes Trelectro unique is that, like, those are the things that we sort of think about. You know, we want to make sure that, like, people can benefit in, like, every different way. And it's not just us benefiting Um, Or what particular agenda we're trying to push, but like the artists can come there and benefit as well like you can Chalexo is unique because I always say this but We're like we're definitely like a part of the culture that We are trying to appeal to like Mm -hmm. the people that like are are, like are are in our demographic We're in that demographic as well, which is sort of unique um, in terms of like a music festival so like we want to see those epic moments you know what I mean? Like when Quentin books, books the Migos, he booked them because like he actually listens to their jams and, all like, the and like all, the time. all they're, the time, literally all the time. He almost kind of looks like Amigo. Yeah. So, and so, <laughs> he <laughs> right. am. yeah, they're so a little more clean-cut than I well, they a little more clean-cut. I
3: mean,
0: was, they also wear way different
3: clothes. They're pretty though. different, man, but I need to get my jewelry game up <laughs> if I'm gonna even come close. Oh, so they
1: got racks. Yeah, yeah. bands. A lot of bands.
3: Migo! Um. They also got a lot of people they gotta travel with, though. You that's the thing. You, know, like, <laughs> you got to make sure you take care of the squad. <laughs> you got to do like, it, man. You got to show the love, man. and hope right. you can get it back in the form of awesome performance <laughs> <laughs> for people. You
2: know? I'd say, as far as, you know, in my eyes, on the high level, it would be leadership and teamwork. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, like you got to have somebody that has a vision and knows how to, like, compartmentalize and organize and see strengths in people and let people kind of rock and delegate mm-hmm. and I think that we all have those abilities I think you know I, yeah we all have those abilities and I think we do a good job I think we do a much better job I think you it could know, always
0: be better yeah it
2: can always be better
0: understanding I think is the first thing understanding that that is a, a challenge that needs to be it's like
1: a 12-step you know, program addressed yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and y'all only on number three Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we got number four. I think he's. Yeah. I think he kind of hit it. With <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Number, number four. I'm saying we
0: <laughs> got
2: a lot of steps left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, but not the control of Modi. Continue though. Yeah, no. I, I mean, that's really it. Um, <clears throat> I think that uh, this year it was it was interesting because we it took a minute for us to lock down the venue because we had outgrown our last venue. Mm-hmm. So uh, also, I had moved to Portland. Uh, Previously I was on the ground I was able to do a lot more uh in certain aspects but then I got a, a full time right and to juggle a full time and Trelectro at the same you know it's it's difficult mm-hmm. not making an excuse but it's just like if that's if that's what you're dealing with, you have to understand how to kind of manage both mm-hmm. and that was you know it took a minute it still taking a minute yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. I think um you know but yeah. Again, to reiterate, leadership and teamwork mm-hmm. are two big things, I think.
0: Speaking of um, teamwork, you know, I mean, how do you guys, you know, th- right now sitting here are the co-founders of Trelectro. So, uh, you know, but there's also many other people on the team. There's literally there's, there's so the next room. The there's it's like re- nine production. people in
2: the next room <laughs> people work right now. It's so tight, and <laughs> they're self Starters like self motivated. Yeah, yeah. they, they came, came in with a really the were they, like, they weren't even trying to like. They weren't even trying to talk. They were Shout like, out yeah, out to gravity yeah. they, <laughs> were
3: they were standing on my block. I just came home from dinner with my dad a little while ago, and there were nine people standing in front of my crib, and it was the squad in there editing this footage right
2: no, now. No,
1: they, they wouldn't let me watch a clip. They were You're like, really "Nah, young, it's yeah, not bro, ready yeah. yet."
2: Oh, you, yeah. Some oh, yeah. of these I folks are are nineteen years old. Like, we got young people. Boys and girls Creatives Who yeah. are super talented mm-hmm. And they, they have They have good leadership They've got Orlando Yeah Who uh, I met He did an interview on me yeah. And I was like I really like the way You're shooting this Like <laughs> we should talk yeah. And now I guess two years later We're kind of Or I guess a year it's or our, so later
1: like our, you, he's was, like I mean he lived with me For like a month Yeah, yeah. So He's in right he, like, he, he like family no way, yeah. And he's also <laughs> He's also a young guy You know
2: it's just He's also part of the culture. Started shooting videos. I mean, he has the Words with Friends podcast as well. Yeah, he's on Words with Friends as well. <laughs> and he's, you know, he definitely, you know, he's he's a star. He's a lot of the reason why um, we've got such good content. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Also, I'd say Marcel. Yeah. I think the awesome thing is like another thing I'd say is necessary is stepping up when it's needed. Mm-hmm. And I mean, honestly, I I I really give a lot of credit to Marcel. Uh, because he kind of took the sacrifice when we both took gigs, uh, he decide, You know, he realized like, yo, we got a lot of stuff to do <laughs> for the next year. Because I, you know, honestly, at some at one point, I was like, I don't even know. Like, I'm not sure I, I, if I can really do this. I don't know if I can really do this because it's a lot of work, mm-hmm. and I, I just took a gig that's also a lot of work. So Marcel stepped it up, or not even stepped it up. I'd say stepped up and filled the gaps. Mm -hmm. One gap, we used to outsource everything as far as graphics being created. Marcel took it upon himself to learn how to uh, design. Mm -hmm. He, He just got Adobe, the Adobe Suite, and worked at it, and worked at it, and worked at it. And we didn't have to spend money on, you know, some designer that we couldn't rely on, we had to do in house.
0: Yeah, you know, oh, I just, I just had to uh, feed him burritos, man. Yeah, so you got to yeah.
1: give, give, give him, <laughs> give him. Taco <laughs> <truck>. <laughs> There's like a legit taco truck outside of my house. It's like, yo, it's want our, me to flip our, that right, Photoshop, right. bro? Uh, yeah. it's,
2: yeah. it's, it's about, <laughs> the, barter <laughs> it's about the barter system. It's about the barter system. And Quinn, <laughs> Quinn is a DJ, so you know, when it comes to like dealing with music, we, we're hip. We know what's going on. Uh, with, with music because he's a DJ he has to be close to the culture yeah, so we don't have to like we're not outsourcing that kind of stuff we know exactly what's going on um, in that realm
0: mm-hmm. so I don't know yeah man I mean what uh, t- t- talk, talk a little bit more about that right so like you know let's, let's talk about the science of, of picking these artists right mm-hmm. because you know personally looking at it I, I think that every year the bill has gotten better and better and better you know, uh, and I think most people would agree. But you know, you get some people social media like, mm-hmm. oh, like last year was better, blah blah. This was better, blah, blah blah. But um, you know, from from what I can see is, you know, it, I mean, this year especially, it was it was a team effort in picking these artists. You know, it's like we would just be just throwing all names in the pot, saying hey, like, this person, this person, like, and you know, sometimes stuff would be way off, but like, everything I, I think that everybody suggested to to. To the, the the group on who should play this year was like, you know, it was pretty on point. So like, what what? Talk a little bit about the process of like, you know, that that how we went through that. You know, the the, 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 the mean, artist selection.
3: The first step is you have to find out who's available. Like you have to pick a date, find out who's available. So that kind of mm-hmm. already ar- that's the that's it's
2: it a, cuts lot, of, that's a cuts lot. a lot of people yeah. instantly, right? Like, like you can have a dream you know, list, and that right, list and will that be list your be, list will be crushed. <laughs> Yeah, nah, that half almost everything. Like, you, know
3: what I'm saying? Like, like, you can get rocked by one summer tour. You know what I'm saying? They can just rock you and like have you. This year was just, Wiz. This year Wiz. That Wiz tour had us like whoa. every
2: artist we really wanted was on
3: that Wiz tour. Yeah, man. Like we really wanted to, to rock with some of those guys, and maybe you know, hopefully in the future we can make that happen. But um, it's really just about who I feel like it's about who we, we like and who we're into, but also like what makes one of the one of the things about electros we want to we want to showcase emerging talent that is, you know, pushing the boundaries and 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 converging cultures and, like, taking, you know, just and really just killing it. Like, and I think everybody on our bill is somebody who's been doing that. Like, whether it's, you know, you can pick anybody. Rome Fortune, like, who is just a beast. He's, like, an awesome rapper from Atlanta, working with a lot of awesome producers from all over the world. You know what I mean? And, like, why not give him an opportunity to showcase what he's doing? And, like, everybody we pick is someone we believe in, we rock with, we like their music, we listen to it. Like,
2: we don't take money for artists, yeah, we don't, we don't yeah. take bribes, we yeah. don't, right. like, if someone's in my ear like, yo, yo, you need to do this, there's no chance that I'm listening, in fact, it even turns me off to being open right. to that, that person, yeah. we do a really, I think we do a really good job for curation, yeah. and, I mean, sometimes there's artists that I wish we had booked, not mm-hmm. because they're, they're, not not necessarily because they have a hit or they're, they've blown up, but sometimes, you know, there's so many The music landscape is crazy there's so much talent yeah and you know it's you can only fit so many people in the bill the worst thing is to to overcrowd and not let each of these artists really show what they've got so it's like a a delicate balance you kind of have to find
0: yeah yeah what uh you know talk a little bit about um this year right and uh and moving to this new venue you know like uh you guys went from, a venue that what capacity was?
3: I don't really know what the real capacity of that place was. Oh, the old I, venue? I don't even want to put it I, th- I mean, it, I think it depends on a lot of things, like what you put in there, but I'd say it was about like, mm. s- I don't know what. We don't uh, know. We don't we know. know. I think we <laughs> reached <laughs> capacity.
2: I don't think we, mm. yeah,
3: I think we did. We, <laughs> well, we,
2: we, we nearly reached capacity. Yeah. I don't, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, just a ballpark, right? Like, five, six thousand? I think. Well, in the it old van? depends. I think we could, you could fit around 8,000 in there mm-hmm. rocking comfortably. Okay. A little tight. Yeah, It'll be intimate, yeah. okay. <laughs> to say the least. But that's that's what we saw in there. That's about what we had. That's what you had in there, told.
0: so for year two. Now, year three, you go to a venue, RFK Stadium, the festival grounds right outside of the stadium. Now, this place, we're talking, I mean, how many can that hold?
2: whole new ballgame. No, <coughs> yeah. We don't It's, sca- really you know. can scale, it's scalable. It's you scalable. 20,000, you can. If you want to fence off, uh, the space and and kind of make it a more intimate experience. You c- you can do that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we had it for what? I mean, I don't even know what we had it for, but it, <laughs> there was a lot of space in there. Yeah. But a lot of people enjoyed it more because there was more space to roam.
3: Yeah, I, I well, mean, other people f- you know felt the opposite and wished yeah. that it was more you know intimate and like you know the the, the coolest thing about your lecture, I think early was that like you know everybody who comes had to kind of interact with one another because of the way that, that the fairgrounds was set up. But, and, you know, you also can't cram too many people into a space that, you know. Yeah. So it's just a, it's, it's all good. Like, you know, the fairgrounds worked for us. It was great. Um, but I think RFK gives us a lot of room to...
0: So what's to up next mess. year? Are we going to keep it RFK?
2: I think RFK is awesome. Yeah. Uh, they've got a great team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got built they really infrastructure. They
3: taught us a lot.
0: They
2: yeah, really, they taught us know. a lot. And at the end of the day, like, I think we, you know, we, it's, it's, I think the biggest thing, I think Marcel mentioned this the other day, is there's a learning curve. Mm-hmm with every venue you go to, mm-hmm. as far as logistics. And now that we've had a good run at it this year, it was Derek. I think. We had a good run at it this year, we can improve upon it. You yeah. know, we've seen how it works, we can make it better. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't make sense to move to a new venue. Plus, yeah. we, we like just, it here, it make, makes and, sense. And the coolest thing about it is they give, us, yeah, they
3: give us the space and we can create it, like we can create whatever we want in that, in, that, in you know, those, on those grounds, so mm-hmm. like, um, it's exciting to, to have that to have that room.
0: Okay, growth. so let's talk a little bit about day of stuff. You know, so you guys wake up super early, way earlier than I me. I sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I I tried to get up early, but because of colors, I uh, the party <laughs> <laughs> colors. <laughs> colors, colors, can, we colors can we talk about colors real quick? Colors, oh, I mean, man. Chase, colors. Yeah, and Chase B it, and, and killed Rome. it. Um, DJ Money was Daunt also Money in there. Um, yeah, it was insane, man. It was oh insane. God. We had like you know oh, 350 people God. come through. Um, Oof. you know, I've been doing this, uh, the official Trelectro pre party for for some time now, gonna keep it going. And uh, and yeah, it was good. Uh, the only thing was, uh, it, it's 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 hard to you know, in the weekend, man, it's hard to pack. It's so much stuff going on. So, like, I, I tried to wake up and get there early, but it was just not happening. Like, I just, I just <laughs> couldn't do it. I got home at four. Yeah, I got to my hotel at four. Could just was dead. So to turn, you, turn it up, man. So, uh, turn up. Uh, so turn no, out. but so the crazy turn thing is it. this. Th- that's actually a good sort of segue because the crazy thing is, by the time I wake up and I'm like rushing to get ready, I go outside. I hadn't looked at the weather. I hadn't seen anything, and I just like go outside and it's just pouring. It's mm. coming down rain. So I'm just like, oh shit! I can't believe this. Like, and I know I've been known that you know it's rain or shine, we're still gonna do it. But you know that. It has to affect something you know what I mean rain is just something that people don't want to expect. Right? so, <laughs> so go, talk a little bit about what was going through y'all's heads once you know you see that rain
1: coming down yeah. it doesn't I mean like it was up. it was touch and go there for a minute man I mean I think that uh, I mean it's, it's definitely like one of the worst things that that could happen it's like the definitely the thing that you definitely don't want to happen Yeah. but I mean f- with anything that there are contingencies and you, and you work around it I mean, we knew, like, throughout the whole process, that eventually it stopped. One, yeah. and that when that break happened, you know, things could really go up. Yeah, and I think we also sort of, like held out hope yeah. um, that it would happen, and like, you know, so when that rain finally stopped, you know, it was it was on. Yeah, oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> even,
3: even in the rain, it was on. Like people were turning even, like, it, towards the end. Like you know, it was. I think the rain was, like, a deterrent for people coming out. I heard, like, some people were, like, literally sitting in their cars waiting for it to stop raining, Mm -hmm. and that's, like, you know, unfortunate to, like, you know, to just everybody, but um, but yeah, like, once it stopped raining, the other joint was wild, nuts, and everybody was kind of, everybody was ready to shake it off, you know what I mean, and I feel like it it just helped. And it was cool. Yeah, it was nice. It was 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 nice. It It was was like being, like,
2: overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly hot. Yeah. Okay, so, give me...
0: High points, low points. You know what? What are what are things that think that you guys think went as planned and went very well, and what are some things that you guys didn't
2: expect and just was like, you know, this could this could be way better, and there was stuff to improve upon. Huh? In my eyes, I think the worst part was we got to be- we got to get better with PR. Mm-hmm. I think we just got to get better there, and I'll leave it at that. Okay. And uh, well, actually, yeah, add that's to that. Please. <laughs> Cause that, cause as, far, not, as far as people concerned, you give nothing. I think so. We work with an agency, and uh, I just don't think we got our our money's worth. Uh, mm-hmm. We a lot of things were a lot of pieces were dropped. I mean, like day of there were there were top top tier media mm-hmm. that were struggling to get into the building uh, because they weren't on lists, mm-hmm. and that's not on us. I mean, we're part of that process, but we, we actually spent the entire morning working on making sure that wouldn't happen mm-hmm. as far as, you know, as far as that. Thing. Okay, okay. Anybody else? Let's, let's keep it on these low points before we get, you know, mm-hmm. say the best for
0: last. So, Marcel, what do you think, what happened that, that, that could have been better?
1: Um, I mean, it's just the, it's just the logistics. I think mean, Modi sort of touched on it earlier. There's a, you know, there's a, there's a learning curve. Like, RFK is, is, uh, and every venue has sort of its its challenges. And so, like, RFK, the way the venue's sort of built, you know, all these people are sort of funneled into the same sort of entrance, right? And then, like, from that point, you have to sort these people. Mm -hmm. And the most difficult part about, I think, for me, about throwing a festival is processing people, whether it be artists, um, backstage people, media, general admissions. Vendors VIP, right? Yeah. So like, there's challenges with RFK in like processing for us at least figuring out how to process people correctly with you know a limited amount of like space and entrances that are necess- that maybe yeah uh,
3: yeah it's just like you know it's a, it's a it's a you know it's a big lot so like there's a lot of different entrances and different sides so like you have media coming to artists check in but like you know their credentials are supposed to be over here at Will mm-hmm. Call it's just like it's just a lot of stuff to we, you know. It would, I think, we could definitely organize our logistics better next year, and I think that you know that would help us a lot.
0: Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this all this, this is natural things. I think yeah. things that you know, growing pains, things that you know, you figure out, you take notes, you debrief, and then you Gotta know, debrief. you you don't make the same uh, mistakes again. You know, but uh, but from you know an outside perspective and from the people that I was, you know, because I was bouncing around backstage in the crowd i just wanted to get different points you know like so to see like exactly like you know what was going on from all different vantage points you know that was kind of like my mission of of the thing and uh and i think that when i was in the crowd for you know a a great deal of time the conversations i was overhearing and the experience that people were having was great you know i mean the one thing on my end i think is um there was there was a bit of a, a the the biggest complaint I and mind you I didn't really get many complaints but the biggest one was the lag time between Big Sean and Bower and that was pretty much or Big Sean and Travis Scott rather but that was that wasn't that was an, an issue where you know you had some people exiting and you know it yeah. was just like there wasn't any music playing people were just kind of like what's going on and I, I think yeah. that as a, as as you know during an event you never want people to be wondering about
2: anything. Understood. As my boss at work says, Evan, he's a beast, you look at those opportunities, that's that's an opportunity yeah. to improve. So like, we see that, we get feedback about that, we go to the lab and we figure out a way to make sure that never happens again. Yeah. You know? Like, is it, do we need more tents and activation so that people, people can, can rock out and do, do something yeah, right, else and be busy and take their mind off the fact that there's right. no, nothing going on on stage, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a huge venue with a lot of Potential. Right. Uh, yeah. We've got third year down, and now people mm. see this as the real deal. What did the Washington Post say? Oh, so we can keep we can up, with, keep the up the big, with the big, big boys. boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what big. Boys scary. big That's yeah. Nice. It, it is scary, it's but scary. I think I it, wrong, <laughs> huh? big boys are. I mean, Coachella's oh, a man, super boy. That's it. not a boy. That's yeah. a man. That's a, a grown man. That's, that's, that's Mr. Mead. That's, that's too I don't God even know. I don't
3: know if we can keep up, though. I mean, mm, we nah, can? never say <laughs> stuff like that. We I mean, can not, definitely I mean, keep I mean, up with gotta, the big we gotta boys. we got to get up. we are got to get up. We're,
2: almost, we're we're in route. we still got to get up. To we're on the right path. They didn't
3: say super. You said super big boy? Man,
2: man, man. I don't know about that.
3: We still, we're like queens right now.
0: Okay, cool. And so now let's get to, you know, high points, man. I mean, first, I'll just start it off. Oh yeah, I'll take I'll take the positive. Um for me the best part uh was man, I think it's Travis Scott. I think the best part was Travis and you know I know there were some issues outside of of uh of, of the performance I and I kinda and, love and, to talk and, about and, that. And yeah, we can, we absolutely can. But um but you know Travis as a performer, man, this guy commands the crowd. Man, and I Never seen anything like it,
3: really.
0: Yeah, you know, and I mean, the what he did and what I
1: mean, he, he's a legit, he's a legit rock star. Yeah, know. yeah, he's a legit rock star. Absolutely, man. but like, uh, yeah.
0: And 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 with, with legit rock stars come all kinds of stuff, you know. But like, uh, <laughs> but but he what he did and 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 how he took you know a Bauer set that was you know people people enjoyed Bauer and they rocked with it, but a lot of people were like it was a long set so a lot of people were just kind of ready and waiting and then there was like I said that lag time but what, what Trav did when he just came on that stage and just was like yo this is mine for the next 15-20 yeah. minutes I think that just set Triletro off mind you he was a surprise artist and he was a surprise so no
2: one knew he was coming so when yeah. he hit the stage people freaked out yeah yeah, yeah. Can we so be, talk can a little be. bit about uh, you know what, what you were going through well to it's, so, it's so crazy uh, <laughs> the entire situation was so crazy I don't even know how deep I want to get into it. Get into it. it. Not that deep. You don't have to be that deep. I'm going to keep it (laughs) high level. In short, he freaked us out saying that he wasn't going to come because he was in Mexico with Kanye recording, Mm -hmm. and he was at the airport looking at his airplane about to let it rock. (laughs) And I I saw he was texting with uh, someone, and I saw the text stream, and I was like, Whoa, this dude's like, wow. Like, he really, he's really about to just stay out there and work with Kanye and potentially, you know, will definitely miss the show. Mm-hmm. And, you know, long story short, that was a big issue. Freaking us out like that. All of a sudden, we get a call like, yo, he just landed. He's on the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, what? So then we had to clear the trailer out real quick for him, figure out where to, you know, how to set everything up. And then he hits the stage like he didn't even miss a beat, like he was like he was always coming. Mm-hmm. Secretly, I think he just was like trying to freak everybody out because, <laughs> you know, at the back end, you're freaked out, we're all worried, then he comes out and kills it, and we're like, oh. <laughs> as, of- There's people, not gonna call any names, that were like, Yo, I don't even care anymore, man. Let it go, let it rock. And I was about to cry. I was like, I was like trembling because I was like, Man, I we, he was on our set last year, yeah. and he bodied it. A lot of people, even those that were unfamiliar with his body of work were like, yo, who is that? that, who is that? Yeah. And that is a star. When you yeah. can do something like that yeah. to convert people off your live show, which is rare, mm-hmm. most artists can't perform live. Travis Scott thrives as a live artist. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, he's definitely a diva, or I guess a divo, but it's kind of awesome. I like I like it in a weird, twisted, sick way. Everything about it. <laughs> Talk a little bit
0: about, I mean, about how he, uh, you know, for those who didn't have the pleasure of going to True Electro, about, you know, what, what he actually said to the audience.
3: Oh, man, he, like, he, he he basically impa- incited a, almost like a little mm, big riot on the I, stage. I would he say less
2: crazy. of a riot and more like, 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 yo, like I care only chaos. about my fans. Like, yeah. this is about you guys. He started doing this new song called Mama Mamacita, and, like, there was the pit area with all these people that somehow finessed their way in there. Well, a lot of them were media. Sure, okay. <laughs> a, media, media quote-unquote. <laughs> and these people weren't hype. And he was like, yo, he stopped the show. He said, yo, get the fuck out of this section. I want all my true fans (laughs) up in here. He said, "Hop the fence, get over the fence, get in here. So uh, you say something like that, everyone's like, (sighs) (sighs) it's like the best thing in the world. So, you know, literally people were scared and and the media and the folks in the pit dipped because he was like, yo, get the fuck out, get the fuck out. (laughs) Right? And media and everyone dipped. And fans, I, I don't think they can actually hop the fence. So he actually he went, got, to he went to the fence and event. hopped to the stage and no, stepped just, yeah, he on top of the, the stage and, just, yeah, and let them hold him up while he started this barricade.
3: He was on the crowd barrier. He was, it was, in, the, he was you know, in the crowd just like touching Because the there's people, that gap, yeah. you know,
2: that we have to have for safety reasons at the pit. <laughs> and he just and he said, <laughs> I don't care about that. I'm about That's to that touch people. And he did his set. In the crowd crowd, With them holding him up Security tried to get him down He He was was not having it I just saw a video of it You see his eyes His eyes literally Go Up in the back of his head He just has all whites And he's looking at security Like (laughs) It's just insane crazy about talking in third person Like security saying Travis Scott can't be Where he wants to be And can't go Where he (laughs) wants wants to to go go. (laughs) It's like a It's like a wrestling match It was so crazy So like I'm telling you, everyone hit my phone. Everyone hit my phone like, "Yo, that was the best thing I've ever seen." Yeah, it was Twitter it was, at that point. He I actually
1: Travis Scott trended to that. He video. actually flipped the venue. It was nuts. Like the yeah. media that actually that he pushed out the pit yeah. ended up on well, the edge it, of the stage, stage yeah. taking pictures matter, from right. the stage of this dude yeah. performing, yeah. standing in the crowd, and it was so nuts because <laughs> he brings out Big Sean to start his set, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: and the segue was. He is nuts. literally he is literally the same height. He's standing in the middle of the crowd the right. same height as Sean. And they're just so they're himself. rapping. They're 15 feet away stage. from each right. Yeah, on the elevated yeah. stage. So they're 15 feet away from each other, literally looking at each other, <laughs> rapping this thing with 10,000 people looking at them. It yeah, was insane. I don't think, think I've ever seen anything like that. I'm waiting for these <laughs> video guys to cut up the footage in the other room. Yeah. They want to be watching. This and the crazy thing is,
2: that's, it's moments like that that define, like, that define Trillectra, like, those cool little moments. I remember Rembert from Grantland wrote about the moment last year. It was ASAP Ferg, uh, performing work with the entire ASAP Mob. ASAP Rocky was a surprise guest to us. We didn't even know Uh, he was coming. He He just popped out. We were freaked out, you know? And, like, that was last year's moment. And that was a big moment. This year's moment was Travis Scott. And, you know, it was just, I'm just, I'm always excited for the moment. (laughs)
0: moments man. there's moments. And it's it's weird because you know, those moments like as you see,
1: like they're not even planned. Right, they're organic. I mean yeah. I think I think when you're a part of like the culture and can, you know exactly. and you know music, you can patch people together like who so you, you know people like, people like and shit like that. Like, yeah. Like you see everything. You, you know what I mean? You also like,
2: understand the relationships. Like right. Sean and Sean is, Travis was a perfect surprise guest because he's his single yeah. Sean is featured on. Right. Right? Uh, like Metro Boomin who did our after party Travis Scott's new project which dropped a week before our, our well, festival which know. is that crazy yeah, it came out the wild. random which made his stock rise even higher and the surprise was even bigger you know like Metro Boomin produced a lot of his, his album and he was on the after party he went to the after party last night oh, Travis Scott, Scott talked hurt, out dude. of nowhere <laughs> was standing on, this, on, was the, standing on, the, on the DJ's DJ yes. yes. table table the like, table that turned outfit change, rocking out, yeah, looking like he just you know woke up with some flashing on, yeah, and killed it. And like, well, people
3: were jumping up and down for an hour and a half at the <laughs> nine thirty club, like on stage, off stage, up on the deck,
2: all of it, it was crazy. Wild, um, wow. God, it.
0: Moments. um, okay, so you know, tell me a little bit about where you guys see this thing going in the future. You know, uh, Marcel, talk a little bit about. That and you know, now that we've done year three and that's a wrap, that's in the books,
1: what are you thinking about, you know, for year four? I mean, I I mean, logistically, obviously, we want to clean it up, but I think just in terms of like the synergy of like everything that's that's going on, I mean, I think we would just want to continue to go down the same path Mm -hmm. that we've been on. I mean, we've always been about the culture, about the music, about DC, Mm -hmm. about keeping it here and making sure that this place has its anchor sort of event. Um, I mean, there are other facets that we want to eventually roll into it. where We want everything to do to be done right, you know, and that's that's a big part of it. And like we wanted to be organic, we wanted to be pure. We're not trying to just go and like do some crazy thing or like scale it to a place where we shouldn't. You know, we wanted to have to be able to have those those moments and like have them feel authentic. You know, so I think authenticity for us is like huge. It's like a big piece of everything. Um, and so we want to continue that and obviously build and like really like have people in this industry Believe that like trelecture is a destination. Yeah. You know It's like it's a place that you gotta go to it's on your bucket list. You know, what mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. like, yo, I, gotta go to, I gotta go to collect. I gotta go to to before I die. cause like Because <clears throat> fucking Travis Scott made Jesus walk out into the middle of the crowd mm-hmm. Excuse my language Luna's,
2: you know, Luna's coming from behind the DJ desk instead of just sitting there and rocking out with the crowd, yeah. getting in the crowd as a DJ, mm-hmm. you know? There are moments that happen at Trelectro that I just think a lot of people haven't experienced.
0: hmm Right. Yeah. So where do you guys, YouTube, Quint and where do you want to take it?
2: Um,
3: man, I think that we just want to, I just want to keep, I just want to keep showcasing talent that I believe in, you know what I mean, um, for my friends you know what I'm saying and I want to also grow to the point where like we can start to book you know acts that are like you know le- legendary you know what I mean and kind of like also you know show like kind of where all this came from like if we could Vision start to that book gap. some of our mm-hmm. you know some of the people that we grew up listening to like you know that that you know kind of laid the foundation for this whole for this whole situation like that would be ideal for me and I think that's the type of, that's, that's the type of growth that I'm thinking of and then you know so, I mean, size-wise, or, or the time—like maybe two days. Maybe make it, a, a, you know, more of a, of a, you know, an experience that, you know. You know is, you don't, you don't
2: <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> if, no, not to me, <laughs> one big thing I want to do, is, you know, it's called Trilectro, and You got that electronic component, right? And I really think we can build that out. Right, I mean, sure. we're all into technology. We all, we all, you know, our festival is kind of a social, digital festival. Yeah, in as much in,
0: as much as it is, you know, uh, an experience. a huge part of that experience is digital you know, and the social media and everything.
2: So it's like taking that to the next level. How do we have these interactive experiences, people can get to the venue, they can have a band and that band allows you to do stuff in the venue. Mm -hmm. You walk into this tent and you're able to, you know, you get access to something. Mm -hmm. You know, you can start to buy stuff with that band. You know, all types of crazy things. We go to big festivals and you see the installations that A Coachella or Lollapalooza has the art stuff. Like I want to get to the point where we're just a little bigger. We've got more budget to kind of build out the experience, and people can be like, "Wow!" Because I think every year people have been like, "Whoa." You know, right. first year was like, "Whoa, this is happening here," yeah. and the second year was like, "Whoa, they stepped it up from last year," <laughs> and this year it's like, "What? Whoa!" whoa. Right. You know? It's not
3: a wow yet; it's
0: over yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we got, we
3: got compliments on our on our light show this year, and I think that's pretty tight. But I think definitely building yeah, the the experience, building the experience. You know, overall with the festival, but definitely like the production value of of our stages. Shout and our, our yeah. like, try, I'm trying to have people walk out and be like, well, "I don't even know what that was." That was <laughs> I, I want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, I've seen some festivals, and like, you know, you can. Can really do a lot if you if you got that production value. Yeah,
0: yeah. So how do you how do you guys? Is it is that is that a question
3: of more sponsors? Is that I mean for us? Yeah, (coughs) it's more sponsors (laughs) and also
2: just more experience and understanding like what makes sense. Like we got this new space, we know how it works, we know what worked, what didn't work, we can better kind of arrange all of that, and I think everything will just kind of fall in place. But also, sponsors, where you at? Yeah, <laughs> We're sponsors. out here. We'd love to work with you guys, for sure. I, do I mean, we, we have a lot of cool people that we've built relationships with over the last two years. And we'd love to grow that, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: So. Awesome. All right. Now, uh, let people know where they can find out more about the festival. And uh, when is that Electro after movie dropping? Mm-hmm. When can they, and where can they see that at?
2: Well... <laughs> Trelectro.com. That's the
3: first place,
2: probably. I just checked that out <clears throat> on uh, all social with Trelectro. Yep. At Trelectro, everywhere with Snapchat, but that's coming soon,
1: Whoa. perhaps.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, Instagram, Twitter, Vine. We have a Vine account.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, we're on there. But I think the after movie what I mean, we got people in the next room, literally chopping up, map. chopping, chopping the work up. Mm-hmm. So. Hopefully, it drops sometime next week. Cool. We're not going to give you a date yet, cool. but it's coming soon.
0: All right. And, um, you know, you guys let them know where they can find you individually.
3: Um, well,
1: <laughs> we made this name, pretty easy <laughs> Yeah, right. Um,
3: yeah. My name is Spicoli on all social networks Spicoli DC to BC. My name in real life is Quinn Coleman on Facebook. I guess I'm on. on I'm Quinn Coleman on Facebook. I think. Right. Uh, you I got, don't really th- use you Facebook got DJ's. Like I got both. I got a DJ. I got a DJ Facebook too. That's tight, right? Yeah. 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 like Two thousand yeah, likes, right. bro. That's, I got a SoundCloud too. You can listen yeah. to
2: that. Uh, backslash McColey yeah. DC to BC. You know what I mean? Yeah. Two oh two. It's like my boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm DC to BC. This is Modi, uh, on pretty much every social network. Yeah.
1: And I'm Marty DC to BC, I'm on everything.
3: Everything.
0: Yeah, and um, shout out to the other people involved in trielectro
2: as well. So I'll let you guys. uh, I don't know their handles. Run that down. We We got we got a lot of awesome teammates. I don't
3: know if we can list them all. We can do
2: it. I think we can. I mean, not everyone, but of course.
3: So many people. I'd say that
2: yes, there's there's a lot of people that deserve shout outs, and uh, I think the core, like our team, is three of us. We've got Eric, um, Jason. We've got Nozick, uh, Steve, we got yeah, Steve, a.k.a. Greenwood, Steve uh, Mike Sanchez, and
3: Derek Lewis, our production team. Our, 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 we had a lot of, Ooh, so much staff. So many staff, shea, like Events staff. Shea, like staff, like, staff, like, like, DC, Paxton and, um, like, Pax yeah. and, Pax Baker, and Baker, you know I mean? all, all of our parents for letting us make Heine the jump to like partners. We have more shout outs than
2: anybody. I feel like this is like an award show. Yeah, it's kind of scary, right? We haven't won anything yet.
0: Cool, cool, um and yeah man so that's pretty much it guys this words with friends and I just want to thank you guys man for, for, for everything and uh, you know letting me come on board and, and, and just get some involvement in it because like I think that what is going on now it's like this conversation even is just like I'm just very excited to see what like this conversation is gonna look like in two three years you know what I mean like I feel like everything is just gonna be in a different space and we're just gonna keep growing. Um, in all the things that we're doing So, you know uh, Man, Modi, Modi, shout out to you Because you're the one who made this this plug initially um, To start off, man So, let's
2: hey, man. continue Nothing
0: um, And yeah That's another episode of Words with Friends That was a good one um, Like you, like we said, you guys go to truelectro.com for everything um, As far as me uh, You guys can go to patreon.com Slash Jabari, again, and support the Words With Friends podcast. I'll put links to everything uh, in the show notes, all right? Peace.